Did you know that you can stream the best of HBO shows and more with the new Astro? Better than before, no rain interruptions, no repeats, just stream anytime and on demand via the Astro Ultrabox. It starts from only RM5990 a month, and you can find out more information at astro.com.my. The Latin American Film Festival is upon us. The KL leg of the festival just finished last weekend, and this week it finds itself in Penang. And we're here today on the Goggler Podcast to review one of the movies that we'll be screening. It's called The Movie of My Life. It was directed by Selton Mello, and it has a pretty interesting pedigree behind it, Bahe. So this movie was based on a book called A Distant Father, which is by Antonio Scarmetta, who also wrote the book that inspired the movie Il Postino, which won the Oscar for Best International Film all those years ago. Huh. Yeah. Quite a thing. It is. Now, the closest comparison I can think of to this movie is Cinema Paradiso. Mm, yeah. Basically, this movie features a guy by the name of Tony who has a somewhat happy childhood until his father suddenly disappears without an explanation. Yeah. We don't exactly know where he's gone or why he left. But when we pick up with adult Tony, he is a teacher at a school and he is... I guess from my interpretation of the movie, constantly searching for something to fill that gap in his life, to fill that male influence, that father figure that has been missing for so many years. I'd go with that. I think I think the bigger issue for Tony is the fact that it's not that he's got a missing father figure, it's that he's lost a father figure because he grew up with a father. The movie opens with essentially this narration that tells you what you've just said. So there's an implication that he spent his formative years as a child with his father only for the father to then disappear. So it's not like he never had a father. It's probably more difficult than that because he had a father who then left. And it's almost like finding peace with what happened with his father. I think that's kind of the void in him. Our main character is half French, half Brazilian, which also means that his father is played by the great Vincent Cassell. And every time I see him on screen, let alone in a Brazilian movie, I did not expect to see him in a Brazilian movie. But every time I see him on screen, I am utterly engrossed because I think he's a fabulous actor and an incredibly handsome man. He was speaking Portuguese throughout this. A little bit of Portuguese and a little bit of French. But like when he was speaking Portuguese, it didn't look awkward. It didn't sound awkward either. It felt very natural. And I think I think we spoke to someone from the Latin Film Festival. I can't remember. But they were saying how Vincent Cassell's a big fan of Brazil and Brazil films. So maybe he speaks Portuguese. I don't know. But it was great. The reason I bring up the Cinema Paradiso comparison is because it is an element of the film. I mean, the film is called The Movie of My Life. But also our main character looks for those father figures in movies as well. Mm. And that is actually something that plays out throughout this film. 
And I think that's the element that a lot of people might particularly relate to. And that's where this movie might hook you in because I think it celebrates the inordinate influence that film has on our lives. And it doesn't matter whether it's the 50s, Mm. the 60s, the 90s, or 2023. As an impressionable young child, the wonder and magic that you see on screen, especially when there is something missing in your own life, is remarkable. Like that wonder and magic that you experience is something that you want to suddenly channel because it's like a dream, it's like an aspiration. And I think that's something that the director does very well to put across. I will never forget, like I saw Cinema Paradiso when I was very, very young, and then I repeatedly watched it over and over again. But even when I was too young to understand what that movie was doing, Mm. the final scene in that movie when he's sitting in the cinema and watching all of those censored scenes, those kisses, those moments between people play out in front of him, like I knew it meant something. It moved me. And I think that's something that director Mello does very, very well to bring across. The cinematic elements of this movie doesn't play as obviously as something like Cinema Paradiso does, right? It's not that this guy is constantly at the movies quoting cinema lines. There are a couple of bits where he talks about wanting to go watch a movie, a specific particular movie, but it's not a pivotal part of this movie, I think. It's not a pivotal part of the story. And I, I like that. I like that it didn't take that kind of really obvious route. I think the other thing as well is I think I reached out to you after I saw it and I was like, for a Brazilian movie, it feels very French. The pacing is almost art house French movie. They never go into the weird or the absurd, but, but the way the story sort of unfurls and the way the movie is paced, it really feels very French to me. Not in a bad way. I, 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 you know, it was a very watchable movie. It's a nice movie that is very well told, very small, very quick. It doesn't feel like it's this massive study of a child growing up into manhood and all of that. I agree. It's a coming-of-age story, no doubt. But it almost feels like it's the end of the coming-of-age period, right? Yes. He's at the border of becoming an adult. This was almost like the one thing he needed to sort out to grow up. Like in an American movie, the difference would be that this would be a character that has just come out of university and he's already going through some sort of midlife crisis. And we've seen it in plenty of movies like Cha-Cha Real Smooth, for example. We've seen it in a lot of Noah Bumbach movies. It's a common trope that exists in American film. However, what I think I like most about this approach is that slice of life way in which the director chooses to tell the story. It almost feels vignette-ish but not quite. Oh, yeah. It's sweet. It's shot beautifully. I think the choice of music throughout this film is absolutely incredible and sets the scene for everything that takes place. And I know you said that it feels like the end of a coming of age, but at the same time, this feels like a movie that kind of exists in the middle, if that makes sense. It's like, You're in this kid's story. I say kid, he's a grown-up. But you're in this guy's story. And yet, there are no real peaks or troughs. Yes, there's an interesting twist at some point. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like there is too much drama or too much conflict. Everything 
kind of plays out the way life does. I dare say that it probably needed a little bit of conflict. I mean, look, not that saying this movie is boring. It's just that all the words I want to use to describe it are words I've used to describe bad things. <laughs> You're right. There are no peaks. There are no troughs. But there is a really sort of engaging story. And the way the story is sort of playing out, I think, is very nice. The relationship between Tony and one of his students he teaches... The relationship with that student's elder sister. There's an interesting potential side character with the train conductor. There are all these things and these elements that sort of pique your interest, but in the best way, doesn't waste time on them. I think it's also because you as a member of the audience are experiencing all of these elements of his life. Mm. So... There is that love triangle. It's not a real love triangle. In Tony's mind, it's a potential love triangle that doesn't really play out. Yeah, so it's not a love triangle. He just likes two different women. But yeah. there's that. There's his relationship with his mother. There's him coming to terms with the loss of his father. And so you're kind of experiencing this story through his eyes. And despite it being very... European in nature <laughs> mm. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because it doesn't trip into inaccessibility oh yeah because there is a story there is an actual narrative arc there is enough here to get you invested in these characters it is something that had me completely engrossed throughout for a story that didn't have peaks and troughs it was very engaging I was completely on board practically from minute one. My only comment would be that I wasn't quite sure of the timeline between the father leaving, him coming back, and him making his discovery later in the movie. I'm just a little sort of confused here and there, but it's a small problem to have in this really beautiful story. You know what it is? It's a very comforting movie as well. And I think that's something that's incredibly difficult to actually pull off well. Because a lot of the time when you're trying to do that sort of story, when you're trying to tell people this version where nothing dramatic happens, where, where the driving motivation of the main character is essentially the emptiness he feels because he lacks a father figure, it's not necessarily something new or something we haven't seen before. And yet... Because of the comforting way in which this story is told, you can't help but get lost in it. I agree. I think that's a great way of putting it. Comforting is good, is a good word. Homely is a good word. Sweet is a great word for this movie. It almost beats back all the expectations of what a good movie is. Is there really a call to action here? Not really. Is there really an inciting incident here? Not really. You know what I mean? Like... He's leading the story. He's never really stumbling across everything, but it's just life, right? Life happens. It's called the movie of my life, and it is playing in conjunction with this year's Latin American Film Festival. It is the 21st Latin American Film Festival in Malaysia. It's having its third edition in Penang that runs 30th November to 3rd December at GSE Gurney Plaza. There are a whole bunch of other movies that are showing as well. If you go to gse.com.my, you will find out all the details over there. We strongly urge you to go and check out these films. This one, once again, is the movie of my life. 
Let us know what you think when you go and see it. Goggler MY, all of our social media feeds. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Drop us a line on any one of those channels and we'll send you a link to join our brand new Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.